Hi, hello. This is D'Angelo. Yes. This is Tommy. How can I help you, brother? Oh, dang. It's crazy. I was definitely not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, man. If you signed okay. up, I'll call you. <laughs> yeah, I saw it with New York. I was like, I'm definitely not expecting a call from New York. Okay. Now, just to let you know, um, um, D'Angelo, this call is going to be recorded and is maybe going to be go ahead and upload it to you. Is that okay with you? Okay. That's cool with you, man. All right, cool. So, how can I help you, brother? Um, to be honest, I don't have, like, any, like, specific problems I'm struggling with. Um, I guess around the age of, like, 19, 20, I got really into, like, self-development, reading on my own. Um, yeah. Going to the gym. Mm -hmm. But, um, I was going to ask, what are you, some of your favorite habits, I guess, that you, um, have built? So I'm always going to ask about bullet journal. Bullet journal? Yeah. What, what you know, is that? Um. So basically, I bet I barely found about found out about this like two three days ago. Mm -hmm. But it's like um, I guess a specific way people have been uh, journaling mm -hmm. to just keep track of, like their schedules, their habits, um, stuff like that. I was thinking of maybe picking that up instead of like using like dry erase boards and stuff like that. Okay. And what type of habits do you want to build right now, D'Angelo? I want to get into right now. It, it sounds kind of lame compared to like all the things, but I want to learn how to play the guitar. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I want to get, get consistent with that. Um, I guess tracking um, my spending could be a little bit better. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm pretty just frugal, I guess you could say for the most part, but being able to track it at a better pace would be more efficient with that. Yeah. So as far as the way I plan things out, D'Angelo, is basically I try to focus on four pillars, right? The four foundations of life. And for me, that's health, wealth, love, and happiness, right? So mm -hmm. every single day, I just try to battle at that. So the first thing is health. So if I want to build a habit around health, what I would do is basically, hey, what can I do to improve my health? And obviously, it's going to be exercise and eating, right? So I would say, okay, I need to eat better and exercise, right? So how much can I exercise per day or per week or what's, or whatever it is, okay? So for me, I go to the gym every single day, well, not every day, five times a week. I used to do it daily, but I don't like it. It's miserable. So I go five times a week and as eating healthy, I just buy things that I know I'm not gonna feel guilty about. Now, a good book on building habits is called The Atomic Habit by James um, Clear. That's a great book on that. I know you're all about self-development, so read that book right there. It's called The Atomic Habit. And the core concept is that instead of trying to build habits, you try to become something different. So if you want to like eat more healthy, just become a healthy person. So you ask yourself, what would a healthy person do? What would they eat? And all their habits, and just start practicing that, like, like copying them, okay? So if I want to be healthy, I exercise, I eat okay, I eat good, right? That's the whole concept. As far as money-wise, like wealth, well, what do I care about, right? As far as, okay, I'm frugal, but I don't know where my money is going, and I track in that, the answer is you need a budget. A budget is the only way to figure out exactly where your money is going because you basically, you did it, you did the work prior. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So yeah. on my main channel, I have a video it's called The Simple Budget. Simple Budget is basically the whole system that I use to budget, and the core idea is I try to focus on six things. 
the first thing is, well, emergencies, right? I want to save around 10% of my money for emergencies, right? Just to get that fully, fully funded. The second thing is investing. I want to go ahead and start investing because investing is a big part of the game because guess what? You want to make money, yes, but you want to have your money work for you. So eventually, you don't got to work for it anymore. Third thing is debt. If you have debt, use the first thing you want to do is use most of your money to go ahead and clear the debts that you actually have. Fourth mm -hmm. thing is expenses. Expenses, you want to keep it below 70% of your income. The fifth thing is fun. You want to enjoy, enjoy a part of your money, right? So if I'm if my name is D'Angelo, I'm a hard worker, I work whatever, I want to enjoy some of that. But if I'm just going to start it, usually 1%, while I'm paying off my debts in full, is going to be enough. And the last thing is charity, 1% also. Just to give money away, it changes you as a person. So as far as like wealth, that's what I do. That's what I practice. Mm -hmm. now, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And as far as like, for example, like love, because that's also like a part of it. Do you have a girlfriend? No, not right now. Do you have friends? Yeah, I have uh, friends, yeah. Okay, so are you interested in like a girlfriend, a relationship and stuff like that? Or are you, are you looking or you're not looking? How old are you, bro? Uh, I'm 23. I just turned 23 in February and actually... And For, February what? That. February what? February what? That what? February what? Preferring? No, February what? When's your birthday? Oh, 24th. 24th. I'm the 28th, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. That was close to leap year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that year we didn't have a leap year, but it could have been if it was one of those years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, I mean... Love is not just, for example, like, um, like, like, oh my gosh, I have a fiance, all this stuff, but it's more about like having like relationships, for example, with your friends, also with your family, people you actually enjoy and just maintaining those relationships is very important. Okay. If you have a friend, you don't talk to them that often, probably you won't be good friends forever. Right. If you have a friend, you maintain that relationship. That's great. But it's also, Hey, if I want to grow as a person, I have to hang around with other people that are going to be better than me. So it's also about going out there and finding new relationships. And the mm -hmm. last pillar is happiness. And happiness is basically, for me, happiness is an action. I learned that in the book. The book is called um, um, The Art of Not Giving Enough by this guy. Mm -hmm. I forgot his name, but he's really he's a really good author. And the whole idea is that, that happiness should be an action. So I get happiness from doing something. And I get happiness from doing all those three things every single day. Wealth, right? Health and love. If I do all those three things, that's me being happy. I'm controlling my happiness. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Okay. I, another question. I know it's kind of like off topic from, I guess, the habit. You can ask anything. But, um, okay. Um, as far as like investing, I one day I'm sure like it's a lot of people's goals to get a rental property. Mm -hmm. At what point do you think it's like, ah, I'm trying to find a way to word it. Like what percentage of... um capital do you think you should have towards the property you're talking about the down payment Before you do. yeah okay so my rule is 20 percent. that 20%. way you avoid yeah that way you avoid property insurance okay so i'm 23 i could probably do 20 percent right now i don't have like the highest income i'm just pretty good with um i could say with saving where so do you, do you live and El Paso, Texas. Okay, Texas, El Paso. Okay, awesome. Mm -hmm, cheap houses. Yeah. yeah. And your income yeah. is monthly? 
Um, monthly, about thirty-seven hundred. That's a lot of money. It depends. Man. I also have. Yeah, it, it's a. Uh, I have an ATM business right now too. That is awesome, man. What do you do for yeah. for your main work? What do you do for your main work, though? EMS and uh, fire. Okay. Awesome. All right, so my advice would be this, okay? When it comes to like buying a rental property, this is the same strategy I'm gonna use, right? Uh, well, first of all, okay, let me let me let me rephrase this. The first thing I would pay attention to is basically building up my foundation, making sure I'm good, I'm safe. Meaning, let me buy my personal house first to make sure I have, mm -hmm. for example, my emergency fund that should be like um saved up three six months. All right, that's good. I have my own property paid off. All right, that's good, taken care of. And then I also have my investments that's good, taken care of. Right. And then everything that I want to do next is okay. Because by that point, my expenses are so low to the point what, that whatever I do, whatever income I make is going to be enough to take care of myself. Because once your house is paid off, you have no debt, you have emergency fund, you also have investments, you're good to go forever. Does that make sense? Yes. So, yeah, so uh, I live at home right now. So you would say I should buy my own property first, like one that I live with, pay it off. That way I have cheap expenses. That way I'm able to afford a rental property. Yeah, not not no. It's not too. You can afford a rental property right now. My plan mm -hmm. is usually. You ever been on an airplane? Yes. And they say put on the mask before before you put on the kids' mask because if you get knocked out, yeah. then nobody can get helped. Mm -hmm. It's the same idea. So if I'm mm -hmm. okay, I have my own house. Everything's taken care of from that part. I'm financially free in a sense. If I buy a rental property and I get a little hiccup, am I gonna go down in flames? The answer is no. Because I'm taking care of. So my plan would be this. If I'm staying at home, which I am right now too, by the way. We share that in common. But I'm moving out, for example, back in June now. If I'm staying at home and I want to get into real estate, what would I do? If my name is D'Angelo and I live in Texas, right? Well, here's what I would do. I would A, save up six months worth of emergencies. Or three months, depending on how you want to sleep at night. For me, I have six months. For you, it can be three months, no problem. Once it's taken care of, I want to save up 20% for the property I want to buy. However, when I go to the bank, bro, you have a good income. They're going to like that a lot. They're going to offer you a lot of money to buy a house, most likely. So usually what I follow is the 33% rule. The 33% rule. That means, for example, that the house I'm buying, all the expenses combined cannot exceed over 33% of my income on a 15-year mortgage. This way... Okay. Yeah, 15-year mortgage. Mm -hmm. Because, again, we want to own this house, be done with it very quickly, very fast. We want to buy an affordable house. That way, our foundation is set. So, okay. again, right? So, 30% includes, for example, the mortgage, the taxes, insurance, also the maintenance. On top of that, potentially HOA fee, depending if you do get a house that has an HOA fee or whatever it is. So, you can get that house, mm -hmm. put it on a 15-year mortgage. And you can basically put, for example, an extra 15% towards that house, towards the mortgage every single every single month when we get paid. The answer is you should finish in around 7 to 10 years. Or okay. yeah. if, you, if you put in extra money, more than 15%, you can finish a lot faster. Mm -hmm. So now, yeah, exactly. So now I'm, I'm 23 now, but by 27 or 20, 28 or so, I have my own house, my own property, my own investments. Everything's taken care of. Okay, that's great. That's awesome. Now, my, again, I want to buy a rental property now, right? So what rules do I follow here? The same rule, the 33% rule, put on 20% and don't move on to the next house until basically you pay that one off in full. 
The con is mm -hmm. with this, right, D'Angelo, is that this is slow and it's boring, right? Because it means that you have, you don't have a lot of equity in these houses, but again, you will have a lot of cash flow. All the cash flow is going to be yours. You have literally no risk because basically you own the property. The properties are yours. Yeah. Now, the other option is, well, you know what? I don't want to do that, Tommy. I want to go ahead and buy a house. I put down 3.5%. I buy a rental, do that too. But if I lose my job, anything happens, I have to cover that mortgage. And if I can't, well, now I have a problem. Mm -hmm. So that's why I try to avoid so, I, I, Yeah, go ahead, D'Angelo. So it's all like a, a risk analysis depending on kind of you, how, what you kind of feel comfortable with, with your job, your income? No. Well, it's, it's, it's more like a rule that I follow. It's like my whole, my whole mm -hmm. financial plan with everything. I just want to take, I, like, again, I'm all about long-term, right? So I'm having the stock market. That's where most of my money is. But when I get into real mm -hmm. estate, that's the same thing I'm going to be doing, right? When I buy my first property, I want to own it. I want to make sure that I know, hey, I'm good to go no matter what. When I buy my next rental property, by the way, the first three or five are going to be slow and hard to get, right? But when you have five properties, cash flowing, for example, $1,500 a month, each of them, all that money is yours because basically you own the property. There's no mortgage on that. So mm -hmm. now it'll be a lot more easier to buy the sixth property than the seventh property, than the eighth property, right? And you can't yeah, lose yeah. because, at, yeah, exactly. At this point, you can't lose because basically... You're taking everything step by step. It'll be slow, just like Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett just became a he became a millionaire. Was it a millionaire at, at, at like around thirty, and then a billionaire around age 50, 54? So it takes a, it takes a while to like do things correctly, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, I see. That's the way I would do it. But people would tell you, for example, a lot of people would tell you, you no, know, just um, just just um, borrow a lot of money, get a lot of a lot of financing, and hope to God that nothing goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's not good. All right. Um, I mean, I'm honestly surprised. I was caught totally off guard that you were actually going to call. I, I didn't think it. Yeah. So if I say something, I, I try. That's one thing, too, um, with, with habits, right? If I, if I say I'm going to do something, I, I try my best to always do it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, right. I'm trying to think if I have anything else. By the way, um, let's talk about this ATM business. Like, How long have you had it for? Like what, what's been the move with that? So I've had it for about two and a half years. Um, when I first, so what, I'm 23, that's... 21. 21, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess right before I, I turned 21, I think it's roughly when I started. So maybe a little bit longer. Um, how, do you, how do you start? What was the process like? So I go on to, honestly, I watch YouTube videos on it, and that's how I got all into it. Yeah. Um, Basically, I found a provider that sells it. I don't know if I should like plug like who I buy if you from. you want, I man, they, I don't. I don't really care about anything. You can say whatever you want. It's okay. Yeah, it, I go to ATM Depot, uh, call them up. Uh, they send me some like three pages of paperwork. You fill it out to buy an ATM. Um, they could either do like um, you buy it like kind of like a loan with an interest, or you mm -hmm. could just buy it outright. I buy yeah. it outright. Um, like probably like 2300 and then i buy a modem that's probably another like 300 dollars, so 2600 in total yeah. um it gets shipped to your house it's relatively close to me so it gets shipped in like five days yeah and then uh i put it in a, a minivan and i take it to the shop and then i plug it in that's it that's all about locations how do you pick your locations so um going into locations i, I just kind of cold call door knocked on businesses that I could knew that could use an ATM. So um, everything from 
barber shops, smoke shops, um, bowling uh, bowling alleys, mm-hmm. uh, strip clubs, and stuff like that. The just anything that would use ATM. Yeah. Um, so eventually, I built a relationship with a, a really cool dude in El Paso that owns like a lot of barber shops. He owns probably about five, and he's That's building cool. another one as we speak right now. And my ATM is also going to go in that one. Yeah. Um, and he also owns like three barber schools as well. So his barbers that are going to school, he just puts them in his barber shops. It's a really smart awesome. business yeah. model that he does. Um, so yeah, pretty much like he came to the point where I only put my ATMs in his shops because his shops do really well. They're really, I guess, one of the more popular barber shops in our city. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much it. And I built a relationship with him. He likes that I'm very consistent, always have the money filled up. Um, like I said, I work um, iron EMS, so like a lot of the times, like I'm able to, like if we're not on a call, I'm able to go in the city and go, you know, work on the ATM or go to the yeah. bank and fill it up real quick. So, How many do you have currently? Right now I have four, and then I'm about to put the fifth one in uh, his new shop. And what would you say is your income right now from just from that, from those on four ATMs per month? Um, about 700 to 800. That's pretty good. And what's your split with him? Um, so I do give him quite a bit. I give him a dollar per transaction, and I charge $2. I found out just like so a lot of people... No, um, I guess that would be, uh, so I charge $3 to use the ATM. Oh, $3. And, uh, okay. I thought you yeah. said $2. Mm-hmm. Uh, $3 and I, I keep two. He gets one. And, um, I found out like a lot of people are just, um, with the ATM business, they're really stingy, each their own, but a lot of people yeah. will be like, I'll give you 10 cents per transaction. I'll give you 25 cents. I just told the dude, like straightforward, like, Hey dude, I'm not here to like play any games. Like, I'll show you my reports, how much we're making monthly and everything. I'll be completely honest with you. Just yeah. keep a good relationship with me. I'll keep a good relationship with you. I'll keep you updated. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and he really liked that. So now I'm his main guy for all of his shop, pretty much. Uh, that's awesome, man. Sometimes people think that it's all about, for example, like, let's squeeze out the most income out of this person. But it's like a person, right? So if you build a good relationship with him and he's trying to grow his business, those are all connections. And connections are valuable. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I used as a negotiating tactic as, like, um, to get my ATM into shops. I'd be like, how much is your other guy giving you? He's giving you $0.10. Cents. I'll give you a dollar, dude. That's, like, a $0.90 cent difference. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah. This guy's been, in a sense, doing you wrong for this line. You should have over, like, an extra $5,000 in your pocket, man. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. let me take you to the business. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and Okay, let me ask you a question, though. When it comes to ATMs, you are kind of like um, weighing heavy on this guy. Are you going to try to like um, diversify into like other shops and so on? Yes, actually, that's one thing I'm trying to do. I, I want to kind of get out of barber shops too, just because um, I, I just want to diversify. Mm-hmm. But um, I for me, it's about I don't want to spend all my money in ATMs just because I don't know if it's like a business that I could see lasting for like yeah. five plus years five six years you know yeah um so that's one thing i just don't want to put all my money into it at this time i don't think it's like the the best business model how much money do you pay yourself um with the atms yeah probably like in general yeah like how much like okay for example right 
if it's costing you, you said like around 20, 20, like 2,600 per ATM, right? And you have four of them. We're talking about like, what is it, like times four? That's around like almost $10,400. Just in like total cost for those ATMs. And they're making you, for example, like on um, what, like $700 a month? Like on a good month? Mm-hmm. So, so the amount of money I keep in them. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. Wait, wait. So basically, just to just to calculate this for the viewers, though, right? This means that mm -hmm. you're making like making like um like a year and a half, like a year and two months, like you made your money back. Mm -hmm. So when you buy another ATM, are you using the same cash to just go ahead and buy another ATM, or you like find yourself putting in more money from your side? Like, how are you doing it? I usually uh, this next one I'm gonna use um my business account, but before it was coming out of my own pocket. And you're buying them cash or, you, or you're you not financing, right? Yeah, buying them cash. Okay, awesome, awesome. One tip mm -hmm. is this guy, uh, once you once you build up, like for example, like a good amount, maybe like maybe like 10 or so, just make sure to consider like a cash cow, right? Just start taking money out of those businesses. Sometimes people like just want to grow and grow and grow and grow and forget to take money out. So again, ATMs, even the video I made about ATMs, which got like a lot of views or whatever, I said, hey, it's a good business, good opportunity but also a dying one because in the future mm -hmm. with all the like you know like the, all the like debit cards and all that stuff it's probably not going to work that, that that much yeah it, it really probably won't be here five plus years yeah so i'm, I'm guessing that's why you want to kind of like um once you're done with that or like once you get money from that you want to move into real estate and so on mm -hmm. yes sir do you, do you like your job really? or like the one you're doing oh yes i love it yeah, so it sounds like you're you're good to go, bro. You're like you're like 23 years old. If you buy a house, you use the money you're getting, you can be done with the house in like five, four years. Now, for example, you have an ATM business, still popping, still doing good. You have your jobs making you money. You want to buy rentals, you buy them step by step, and you're good to go. You're, you'll be solid, bro. Just just don't fall into the trap that a lot of us fall in when we're so young. And it's basically, I'm young, I want to get rich fast, and I just want to do it as fast as possible. Just you're 20, you're 23, bro. Like. Like, you're going to be here for a long time. So just take it step by step. Thank you. That's really cool because sometimes I'm just like, man, I, I don't know how more, I'm going right? to do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how because I want to be like, obviously, everyone wants to be a millionaire. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to become a millionaire by 25. 25. Like, how am I going to do it? How am I gonna That's do it? crazy, bro. <laughs> I, I, when I was 19, I wanted to get to 100K by the time I turned 25. That was like my like my goal. And then, you know, let me, mm -hmm. let me, tell, let me, let me give you some advice, man. Um. I heard this from a guy. His name is David Goggins. I don't know if you heard about him. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea is that a lot of the times we compare ourselves to somebody else and that's why we don't see progress. Just compare yourself, your 23-year-old now, to who you were when you were 19 or 18. And you'll see the progress you make. And just keep basing yourself off of yourself. Not anybody else. Not Tommy. Not Graham. Not anyone that you see out there. Just focus on yourself. Like, okay, I'm making <laughs> this much money now. Wow. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's definitely crazy. Started from working at a, a retail store, so now I'm doing a job I like absolutely love. It's fun. Yeah. And yeah. I got a little side hustle. Yeah. And, and when when um mm -hmm. by the way, how much money do you have in savings? Because you do want to you want you want to buy a house, right? So how much money do you have in savings right now? Okay, so I don't have a lot in my actual savings savings. Mm -hmm. I probably have seventy, about seven thousand. Seven. But in the eighteen. Each ATM holds about, they could hold up to like 10K, but I only have about like four to 6K in each one. Four to 6K. Wow. Wow. Okay. But you want to keep that money like um basically recycling so you can't really play around with that that much. 
Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Like a lot of times I'll do the math. I'm like, oh, technically I have this much money. And I'm like, well, I don't have it because I can't use it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's liquid. That's what you call it, liquid money. Um, mm-hmm. Here's what I would do, bro. Um, You could probably just um grab that 7K and just build up, like fully fund your emergency account of three months. That way that's taken care of. And then just focus on, mm-hmm. for example, how much are the houses in your area? Like, what's the average house? Like, if you follow, for example, the thirty-three percent rule on a fifteen-year mortgage, like, how much, ho- like, how much house do you want to buy, or can you buy? Um, I don't know how much I can buy. If I was to buy a house, I think mm-hmm. it would be probably priced around one, nothing more than one sixty-five. Yeah, look at that. So one sixty-five. So we're talking about. That's around thirty-three k for the whole twenty percent down payments plus closing costs. You probably need somewhere around like 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 forty to forty-three thousand dollars for that house. Mm-hmm. And once you save that up, you can buy that house. You, you're good to go. You pay it off very quickly, very fast, and that's it, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, man, for all the advice, talking to me, your YouTube videos. I appreciate the content you make. All right. Thank you, brother. Again, appreciate the call. It'll be on YouTube. I, I think it'll be on YouTube soon. So watch out for that video on the new channel and have fun, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Peace out. Wow. 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 A lot of people don't know this, but one of the first videos that I made was on an ATM business. And it always like impresses me when somebody's actually doing it because again, it is a pretty complicated business. And although he says, you know what? I put them in like, you know, like, um, strip clubs and gentlemen those places are very hard to get into because basically there's so much competition the best place is basically like barbershops and basically mom and pop shops because basically the competition is not that high there so you kind of like build your business up in the creeks so when, when no one's looking so yeah d'angelo is doing a great job he's young he's making money lives at home with his parents so basically not spending that much money which is awesome by the way so yeah and has no debt so whoa it's awesome. It's a great position to be in. But guys, overall, that is it for this call. If you want to join me next time, well, join me. Link down below. It's free. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. And as always, like if you liked it. Also, subscribe. Hit the bell to so get notified. And if you guys want to text me at all times, join my Patreon. Link down below. Or send me a DM on Instagram at Tommy Bryson. And if you want to watch another call, here's that call right here. And click my face right here. See you guys next time. And as always, peace.